Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? We should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better in masks, it, and we, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. When the children go out into the community, you want them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at, at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family, uh, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. Well, I didn't recommend locking anything down. And the record will show, Neil, that we didn't recommend shutting everything down. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Uh, and that was a very difficult decision because I knew it would have serious economic consequences, which it did. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program is now officially on the clocks. A special hello. Podcast listeners, Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you download your favorite podcasts, that's where you're going to find us. We've gotten more than a million people to download that podcast. We're delighted to be part of your life. Thank you for being a part of ours. You know, when you listen to Dr. Fauci, the ego that is involved. The monumental huevos to believe that you really are that special, that you really are that significant. You really are in the height of a once-in-a-lifetime global pandemic, as you say. The most important guy. To get off on that, to ride that horse as far into the sunset as he's going to take you, that's a special kind of dirty. To knowingly tell people to do things that is contrary to realistic public health advisement, to lie about data, to then go pressure people, scientists, actual scientists, to try to bully and browbeat and bribe and withhold grant money from people who dare go against what you say because you are all that... How do people live with themselves? And why, why is it always that the smallest, spindliest men seem to have the most afflicted minds? They believe in this delusion of grandeur. Well, you know what? The gravy t- train is ending. It's coming to a close because people are awake and we are pissed off. And I like this story very much. I'm intrigued by this idea. Kevin McCarthy, this is an exclusive on Breitbart. McCarthy detailing the impeachment inquiry process. If we move forward, he says, it would occur through a vote on the House floor. Now, because Democrats and the uniparty schlubs in the Republican Party Losers who voted for infrastructure, losers who went along with impeachment of Donald Trump, people who should be eliminated from public service because they long ago stopped serving the public. Because they have completely molested the process, trampled on it and changed all the rules. There is a decided push to do things the right way. Beyond reproach. 
I believe that is the responsible, conservative way so that all Americans see the process. And that is exactly what Kevin McCarthy, if you believe him or not, I don't know, but that's what he says. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy made clear on Friday that if House Republicans move forward with an impeachment inquiry into Democrat President Joe Biden, the move would come not as an announcement from him or anyone else, but from a formal vote on the floor of the House, as well it should. That we could not have 218 votes now, knowing everything that we know. Anyone who's a Republican who votes no on that call needs to be investigated. Because there's a reason. And the reason isn't just because, oh, it's going to be bad for democracy. The reason might be because you're on the dole, man. We don't want you here either. To open impeachment inquiry is a serious matter. House Republicans would not take it lightly or use it for political purposes. The American people deserve to be heard on this matter through their elected representatives. Yes. Yes. So what say you, elected representatives, because our GOP elected representatives aren't saying a whole lot about any of these people who are being so unfairly punished for the January 6th debacle. You haven't done anything on that. I haven't heard you guys go crazy over the border, which is the exact nucleus of the lion's share of filth and evil and darkness drugs and human beings being traded and organ harvesting do you really think that that's not happening because we know that it is where where's the gop on that so kevin i don't trust you as far as i can throw you i wouldn't have voted for you as house speaker it wasn't my purview you got enough people to support you now's the time what you got kev I can tell you what Jamie Comer over on House Oversight is doing as he subpoenas Alejandro Mayorkas and Secret Service officials in the Hunter Biden investigation. Imagine the stones it takes to be in the Department of Homeland Security and to say, nope, we're not responding to the congressional inquiries. No, because the Secret Service falls under the purview of the Department of Homeland Security and ostensibly Alejandro Mayorkas, who's as filthy as everybody else. We're just not going to reply. That's not how it works. See, you have Kevin McCarthy on one side saying we're going to do it by the book the way it ought to be so that people can see this is the process. And it's going to come through the elected representatives of the people. Meanwhile, Joe Biden and his administration just run roughshod. It's a rogue, do whatever the hell you want. Because they're corrupt. Here's the story. Washington Examiner, House Oversight Committee Chairman Jamie Comer, subpoenaed Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. You're, you're a member of the, of the Biden cabinet. You're supposed to represent the people. Alex. Why have you not? You needed a subpoena. Also, Secret Service officials subpoenaed over allegations that the Justice Department tipped off Hunter Biden's Secret Service detail and his father's transition team to an interview investigators wanted to conduct for their criminal investigation into the president's son. 
It's so funny because this investigation into the president's son, because of all these detours and blocked off walls and you can't go there and you're going to be censored and we're not going to respond and we're going to slow walk and Stonewall is the middle name of our administration. You have a lot of people like Alex Marlowe with Breitbart, like Peter Schweitzer, right? And so many others who decided to do a deeper dive. And it unraveled the connection between Hunter and Joe. And so now what could have been just a, an investigation and a Hunter has ballooned into how dark is Joe Biden in his dementia. Pretty dark. The Mayorkas subpoena is for all documents and communications regarding the Hunter Biden investigation involving current or former Secret Service or DHS officials from a very specific timeline. December 1st of 2020 to December 31st of 2020. Five weeks. What was going on in that time? Well, we had just been told, right, that, Hunt, that Joe Biden won this election. It was huge. Wow, he got more votes than the first black guy. That's amazing. It's so wild how that works. Not we had the laptop that we know we knew about in September, and they ran, of course, interference to cover. That's called election interference as well. We know something like 17% of people, when asked, who were completely in the dark about the, the laptop and all the disgusting details in it, including 170 suspicious activity reports, right? And, and tens of millions of dollars of Bribery money and shell corporations to throw people off and nine Biden. 17 percent of people who didn't know about it said, well, wait a minute. If I had known about that, it would have affected my vote. That's called election interference. All of it. The big lie. The big lie. Remember, the big lie. Was that 2020 was a stolen election. How has Donald Trump been wrong? Do you think Carrie Lake is wrong? Do you think Carrie Lake really lost that election? Do you really think so? Do you really think Lee Zeldin lost in New York? I've got concerns about all these people. All across the board, up ticket, down ticket. Federal, state, county. <laughs> because the machinations are here. At the Secret Service, Comer subpoenaed a guy named Vincent Tutoni. He's the assistant director of the Office of Intergovernmental and Legislative Action. And David McKeown, whatever, the acting special agent in charge of congressional affairs, to sit for a deposition before the committee. How far are they willing to stonewall? How far are they willing to go? I'm not going to show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the fifth on this one. What is it going to be? And at the DHS, the committee subpoenaed the Office of Legislative Affairs Director and oversight all of these people, blah, 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 blah. Why have you not responded to us? We reached out to you over the summer, June. We asked you last year and you didn't respond. But what have we heard since then? IRS whistleblowers and a supervisory agent, Gary Shapley, who alleged in December of this last year or in 2020, members of President Joe Biden's transition team and Hunter Biden's Secret Service detail were tipped off that the IRS investigators wanted to talk to him. Is that transparency? I will run the most transparent administration. We will bring 
integrity back to the office after it was trampled by that other guy. How has the other guy been wrong? Seems to me he's batting a thousand. I'm going to read to you part of this letter from Oversight. It's blistering. They're ticked. How dare you, Alejandro? Get your ass in the chair. The American people have questions. And you, sir, serve us. Bodybyaim360.com. One of the more important websites you're going to see today. Because on it is actual transparency. On it is every single procedure that Dr. Darren Dubiak and his medical weight loss team offers you. The pricing, what's included, the app, the life coach, the nutrition, the recipes, the meal plan, the hormones, the IVs, all of it. And you get to see every single price how it all works before you even speak with a human being at Body by M360. That is called transparency. That is called a successful business model. And that is why people lose up to 100 pounds in a matter of months. It's not magic. It's actual science. And it works. 412-227-9255. Bodybyaim360.com. It'll change your life. That, I guarantee. When we come back, I want to play you this Peter Ducey. Peter Ducey, who hears idiotic things that the administration says, and then in a very respectful fashion, brings it back as a boomerang to slap him in the beezer. And he did it yesterday. Corrine Jean-Pierre, most diverse press secretary, can't yammer her way out of it. In the crosshairs, East Palestine, Ohio. Buckle up. It's next. You know, I haven't had the occasion, my friends, to go to East Palestine. I've just been so busy. Joe Biden. It's been, what, 200 and something days, 216 days since that toxic Norfolk Southern train derailment. And the folks there have gotten snowed. Absolutely snowed. Gaslit. No. I mean, your water's fine. Really? The air. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's dissipated. It's totally cool. Really? But not even going, not caring. I don't know. Is it worse that that East Palestine hasn't gotten Joe Biden to show up or is that a blessing in disguise? Now, that that's worthy of conversation. But I want you to hear Peter Ducey ask Corrine Jean-Pierre yesterday during their press briefing. Joe Biden said president said he just hasn't had an occasion. Dude's been freaking on vacation for 40 percent of his presidency. Uh, do, do you guys really want to say that? Is that really where we're going? Audio sound by one. The president sure. said over the long weekend that he hasn't had the occasion to go to East Palestine. I just haven't been able to break. The derailment was on February 3rd. President Biden has not had a break since February 3rd. The president will go to East Palestine. He promised that he would and he will. Hmm. Really? Now, that's not really working that much, Corrine. People are still talking about this. You can't erase East Palestine any more than you can erase the people of Lahaina. Any more than you can say, ah, well, if we're not going to talk about them, then it's really not a story. 
Because the natives all across America are restless. We see through it all. Joe Biden's vacant, vacuous, and highly ridiculous insensitive looking at his watch during the transfer of bodies. His going to Florida. Using it as a backdrop the way he did in Maui. To talk about his own personal tragedies, many of which never even happened or have been widely exaggerated. Peter Ducey's not done. So wait a minute. You said uh, he said he hasn't had a break. Well, what kind of what, what are you talking about? He's only been on a break. Number two. So he was not on a break when he was in Lake Tahoe. I will say this again. The president is going to go to East Palestine, as he has said that he is committed to do. You saw him just this Saturday visit uh, a rural area, right, that was uh, devastated. Some parts were devastated by uh, Hurricane Idalia, and he was there with the First Lady. They were able to hear directly from the American people, and he was able to talk about what is it that they need. What is it? What else do they need from the federal government? So the president is going to go to East Palestine. I don't have a time or, or date to announce at this time, but he will go. <laughs> you don't even know where he went. Kareen, you're the mouthpiece of the freaking president. And you don't even know. You call it a rural area. You went to a rural area in Florida. Was it was it Big Bend? I don't know, because I know they got pummeled. Where have you been, Kareen? Do you even know what happened in East Palestine? Because members of your contingency don't even know that it's Palestine and not Palestine. Joe Biden doesn't know how to say it. What? Of course. I mean, we have to pepper these things in. Joe Biden, oh, the victim. They just don't. They're so negative about him. People think he's too old. What? No. He's too damn corrupt. He's been a filthy part of the government apparatus for 50 years. Joe Biden has never actually had a job. Joe Biden's never worked for a living. He has lied for a living and he's allowed other people to run interference for him. And yet he's the victim, always the victim. Peter Ducey, you keep fighting, brother. I've got your six. Anytime you go, I'll make sure people know. And hold your breath, friends, because I'm sure Joe Biden, any day now, any day now, he's going to be going to East Palestine that he'll call East Palestine. You know, Google, Google. How many of you Google stuff? Google, Google. I like DuckDuckGo. If you want to make a permanent cho- a change, you might today after I give you the details on election interference from this monstrosity. Brace yourselves. It's going to take you off next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back, my friends. You are dialed in to the Wendy Bell radio program. Look, I come at you every day. I say the same thing. I tell you, I am a mom. I am a mom. Everything that we do on this program comes back to the very basic premise that I care because I care about my family. I care about your family. And once we understand that that is the ground with which we stand, on which we stand, all of these stories just make sense. Because they all threaten what we hold dear. And we have a lot of posers out there. A lot of people who pretend to be something they aren't. The ones I find most vile are people who pretend to be conservatives and do everything that's completely contrary to how we feel. And they must be eliminated. 
period. I.e. every single schlub who voted for the infrastructure thing. Bye. It is the. It is the quiet, subliminal, psychological manipulation that I find particularly harrowing. Like when you're hypnotized, I've always wanted to be hypnotized. Or at least I think I do. But not everybody can be hypnotized. Why is that? Why are some people susceptible to the voice of a therapist or somebody that they can let go and drift off and then listen to the hypnotist's voice and do this or that? Other people completely, there is no getting in. I don't think they'd get in on me, right? Because you see so much. Like this. This headline from Natural News. Natural News Dot com. And this is the headline. Nobody's going to talk about this today. It's giant. Here we go again. Google hides campaign sites of Trump, RFK Jr., and other Republican candidates as Biden dominates top search results. Right? Is there a Patriot switch for your social media? Maybe DuckDuckGo. Maybe that's the one. I don't know how many other, or for your search engines, I don't know how many other places you can go where you can actually get information that's not stacked to manipulate you. Because that's exactly what Google does. Here's your story. A Virginia-based content analysis and media watchdog exposed that tech giant Google has been suppressing the campaign websites of all serious challengers of President Joe Biden. What? The big tech firm is instead providing Biden's website among the top search results. According to a report from the Media Research Center, on Thursday, typing in presidential campaign websites at the said search engine returned results that did not include Republican candidates on the first page. You mean to tell me that Donald Trump isn't number one or number two? But who decides that? Well, the search was done the day before the first Republican primary debate of the 2024 season, August 23rd. MRC created an algorithm to automate the process in what's called a clean environment. It allows for the organic search to populate results without the influence of prior search history and tracking of cookies, right? Google has erased every threat to Joe Biden. Media Research Center Free Speech America VP Dan Schneider said. MRC noted that the top Republican contender, former President Donald Trump, who is still topping the surveys at almost 50 percent as of August 30th, despite his legal battles, did not reflect in the first few pages of the results. Uh, Let's see. Who's running for Brock? Would you please go on Google right now and please show who's running for president or presidential campaign website? Search that and tell me where Donald Trump comes. I wonder if it's been modified. So they did this and they find out that Trump doesn't even show up in the first several pages. Beyond that, Democratic challenger Robert F. Kennedy Jr. doesn't appear in the results at all. A total scrubbing of RFK Jr. What the hell are they so afraid of with that dude? His knowledge, his not being able to be bribed, bought, or influenced. What is it? 
I'm going to go with yes and yes. Now, of course, this was surprising for the watchdog group, the RFK thing, because a recent poll had RFK Jr. at nearly 20% in a matchup against the current President Biden. The only presidential candidate to feature on the first page of the search results was lifestyle guru and author Marianne Williamson, who's currently polling at 10% only. So wait, Joe Biden's at the top. RFK doesn't even exist. You can't even find anything about him, right? And Donald Trump, when you when you search presidential campaign websites, he's like, eh, three or four pages down. What do you see, Brock? Do you see something similar, or is it too hard to do? Uh, it's kind of hard, but I'm seeing a lot of... Uh... Here are all the people running for ah, president. Here's it, everybody. One of them is even a picture of the GOP, and Trump's not one of the pictures in them. <laughs> Come on, man. Google would also rather feature websites of prominent Democrats who are not running for president in the next election. You've got to hear this. <laughs> the search engine reflected pages of former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, and Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, more prominently at 29th, 12th, and 9th place in the results, respectively. As of Saturday, so just a matter of days ago, Biden's site was still the fourth listed. Williamson's was the fifth. Sanders remained at 12, and Clinton had actually moved up to 13th, whereas... Where's RFK? No, he doesn't appear. Where's Donald Trump? Ah, down the road. Schneider recalled how Google had pulled out all the stops to put Hillary Clinton in the White House and has continued to interfere in our elections ever since. What? Compared to other social media platforms, it's harder to document what Google does in secret. But at the MRC Free Speech America, they've caught them red-handed again. Google has consistently stood apart from all of our other search engines and not in a good way. We have repeatedly seen Google and big tech social media platforms treat Republican candidates harshly compared to their Democrat opponents. Well, this is interesting because they go on and say they further recalled that just before the 2022 midterms, Media Research Center researchers analyzed Google, Bing, and DuckDuckGo search results for 12 Senate races and found that Google buried 10 of 12 Senate Republican Party candidates' campaign websites while highlighting their opponents' campaign sites. The bias apparently did not carry over 36 top House races, which did not hang in the balance. But Google even went after its fiercest critics in Congress, burying all 10 Republican Party big tech critics that MRC researchers analyzed. The research giant again favored the Democratic candidate in the December Georgia Senate Senate runoff election. Google search results favored Senator Raphael Warnock in a swing precinct where greater proportions of undecided voters likely reside. Wait a minute. Is that the same Raphael Warnock who benefited thanks to Act Blue and this national money laundering and election interference debacle that's been exposed? That Raphael Warnock? Well, now here's the thing. We've known about this. We were warned about this in 2019. Dr. Robert Epstein, 
is an American psychologist, professor, author, journalist, awarded a Ph.D. in psychology by Harvard, was the editor of chief of psychology today. He's held positions in several universities, including Boston University, University of California, San Diego and at Harvard. And in 2019, he testified to Congress about Google's election tampering. And we happen to go back in the Wayback Machine and find some of it for you. It's almost like we knew what was going on, but you might not know how pervasive Google's election interference is. The senior research psychologist, Dr. Robert Epstein, dropped some very important audio sound bites then, and we've resurrected them for you. Because as he says in audio soundbite one, everyone needs to know what the hell is going on. Go. Some of my research has focused on Google, on the company's massive surveillance operations, censorship capabilities, and unprecedented ability to manipulate the thinking of 2.5 billion people, soon to be 4 plus billion. I've written articles about Google for Time Magazine, USA Today, that kind of thing, but also for The Daily Caller and even Russia's Sputnik News. I reach out to diverse audiences because I believe the threats posed by Google and to a lesser extent Facebook are so serious that everyone needs to know about them. I would agree, Dr. Epstein. And he continues. He's like, look, I'm not political. If anything, I'm on the left. I voted for Hillary Clinton. All right. I don't have some political axe to grind for anybody on the left who wants to claim that this is some kind of a political smear. No, I'm just showing you my research because what my research has uncovered, Dr. Epstein continues, is an algorithm used by Google that was able to shift more than two and a half million votes. Wait, what? Go. Number one, in 2016, Google's search algorithm likely impacted undecided voters in a way that shifted at least 2.6 million votes to Hillary Clinton whom I supported. I know this because I preserved more than 13,000 election-related searches prior to Election Day, and Google's search results were significantly biased in favor of Secretary Clinton. I know the number of votes that shifted because I've conducted dozens of controlled experiments that measure how opinions shift when search results are biased. I call this shift SEAM, the search engine manipulation effect, which I first published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences in 2015. Biased search results can easily produce shifts in the opinions and voting preferences of undecided voters by up to 80% in some demographic groups because people blindly trust high-ranking search results over lower ones. So when people say the election was rigged, the election was stolen. The election was not the safest or the most secure. The election was the most manipulated. 2020 for sure. 2022? What happened to that red wave? Huh. And Dr. Epstein goes on. He says, you know what? A little election day reminder that Google put up had a huge impact on hundreds of thousands of voters. Listen. Number two, on election day in 2018, 
The Go Vote reminder that Google displayed on its home page gave one political party at least 800,000 more votes than it gave the other party. That reminder was not a public service. It was a vote manipulation. A vote manipulation sent to Democrat voters. If you can send something to 800,000 Democrat voters and you don't have to tell anybody you're doing it and there's no paper trail of you doing it and you tell them, remember, make sure you vote and half of them do, you have influenced the election. Isn't this awakening thing a drag? I mean, this makes you so angry, but you want to know, right? You want to have the best, youngest-looking skin. I do. I'm 53. I'm a woman. But if I was a 53-year-old man, I'd want the same thing. Well, you can get that thanks to our friends at GenuCell. You can have great-looking, glowing summer skin that is soft and ready to go into fall. Why? How? Because we have GenuCell's beautifully curated Summer Essentials Package, and this is a huge deal. 10% off with the promo code and free shipping for you. What do you get? It's limited edition. This package includes their one-of-a-kind ultra retinol super moisturizer. These use plant extracts. So you can use this in the sun. Perfectly safe to use. Plus, GenuCell's classic skincare therapy for under-eye bags and puffiness and the concentrated vitamin C serum to nourish your skin for a visibly clear complexion. Go to GenuCell.com forward slash Wendy right now. Get this summer essential package before they put it on the shelf. Every subscription order includes a a customized summer spa gift box absolutely free. GenuCell.com. I use it every day. I got to tell you, I love it. Promo code Wendy. When we come back, wait till you you hear his final audio soundbite because he, he adds up how much Google's manipulation and psychological, you know, tweaking of people, how many people, tens of millions could have been controlled by this. It'll blow your mind next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, so I want to get back out to this fella, Dr. Robert Epstein, American psychologist, professor, author, journalist, He testified to Congress as he's crunching some numbers and some data looking into the silent manipulation, election interference, specifically of Google. And of course, the idea is without you knowing about it, Google is able to influence search results, where people are, who gets preeminence, who gets the shaft, and is able to directly reach out to Democrats to influence elections, period. And the the number of Americans who are affected by this, tens of millions, I almost fell down when I heard this. Final audio soundbite number four. Number three, in the weeks leading up to the 2018 election, bias in Google search results may have shifted upwards of 78.2 million votes spread across many races, to the candidates of one political party. This number is based on bias in data captured by my 2018 monitoring system, which preserved more than 47,000 election-related searches conducted by a diverse group of American voters. That is how easy it is to manipulate you. Now, 
This is something that we need to know about, right? You already know when you go into the into the Wayback Machine and you're trying to find something and all of the search results come back, no, comma, such and such actually didn't happen. And you're being bombarded by all these bullcrap fact check stories. You know that you're being manipulated. But how about the quiet stuff? 70 odd million people's votes could be impacted? What? That, that is almost as ludicrous as this headline. Biden cronies insinuate that it would be racist for Gavin Newsom to run for president. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Are you out of your mind? There's actually a headline that now says that Gavin Newsom, a middle aged white guy, tries to Bigfoot Kamala Harris, who's a middle aged black lady out of the presumptive presidential candidacy role when Joe Biden crumbles, which he will. He is. That he shouldn't do it because it's racist for him to get in Kamala's way. (laughs) This is called wokeism on steroids. This is the end result of crazy town. This is what you get. While much of the focus has been on the Republican Party's chances of winning back the White House in 2024, obviously the Democrat Party has its own problems. We've been watching Gavin Newsom, right? This is wild. According to individuals in the president's orbit, Newsom deciding to enter the race would be racially insensitive. Now I've heard it all. I'm sorry you are all now dumber. You going after something and you going head to head with somebody who's black or who's female or who's gay or who's handicapped. That makes you some kind of a predator, some kind of an ist or an ob. Oh, my goodness. One person deemed a potential threat to the president was Newsom, the article says on RedState.com, who has worried people close to the White House by laying the groundwork for a future presidential bid. Biden allies have not been shy about getting the word out that it would be self-defeating for ambitious white male candidates like Newsom to try to snatch the nomination away from Biden and Kamala Harris, who made history as the first woman and person of color to become a vice president. She sucks. If I was a black woman, I would be embarrassed that she is my representative. The same way I would be embarrassed that Hillary Clinton, as a white woman, which I relate to, is my representative. Embarrassing. So that's where it is, ladies and gentlemen. Racism can really be such a squirrely thing. It can rear its ugly head in all sorts of circumstances, particularly when it threatens the empire. Watch out, Gavin. Can you win with all their machinations against you? Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. Our third hour is going to be blistering. Election rigging 101. How do 353 U.S. counties have more voters registered than actual voters? Hmm. Hour three, next.